The Corey NFC podcast is kindly sponsored by Radio Taxis. Give them a call, 70353 709. They know the score. Hi, welcome once again to the official Korean FC podcast uh, coming live from Korean and also North Macedonia and a first for our Korean FC podcast. And the reason we are broadcasting live across Europe today is for the simple reason that Korean under 19s have made a little bit of history this afternoon, not only for the, the, the showgrounds club, but also for the Irish League and Irish League clubs. Uh, they won through in the UEFA Youth League, beating a North Macedonian team on aggregate. But you don't want to hear that from me. You want to talk about some of the guys that were involved and were actually at the game today. And I'm delighted to say that joining me from their hotel in North Macedonia is the under-19s manager, Marty Smith, and Korean's media man, Jonathan McNabb. Guys, the match is not long-ended. I'll turn to you, Marty, first of all. Tell me this, has it sunk in yet? You're, you're history makers, you've achieved something that no other club has ever done. Just how does it feel? I, it's great. It really is. It's unbelievable. Um, the experience that we've had um, and you know what them young players can take out of it and for the rest of their lives. You know, I've told them to bottle it up and, and keep that feeling as long as you can because... You know, football doesn't come around that often. Days like this, um, and it's just been a great day. It's been it's been brilliant. It, it, it's incredible. I mean, I I remember speaking to ones after the first leg, and, and obviously Korean won the first leg three two, uh, and people were saying to me it's going to be difficult out in North Macedonia, and I agreed, and I said, well, at least the young guys have had the experience of winning a European tie at home in front of their parents and supporters and family. But then to go away in Europe and everything that that entails and to go and to get a two-all draw as the match ended today and to go through on the away goals, I'm sure, Marty, something in your wildest dreams that you, you maybe didn't think you didn't think about. No, you know, you know, you didn't even think about this tournament um, six weeks, eight weeks ago. Um, but once we knew we were on it and, and it, it took off, it's just brilliant that we were able to play last week at home with nearly 700 supporters there. Um and and you know I just wanted us to have a fighting chance coming out here. Um, I was delighted last week we had that, and then we come out here today and we were set back again early in the game. You know we went behind early and we were getting we were under pressure for you know pretty much the first half. But in fairness to the boys, they dug in, they worked, they got a wee bit of luck at times. Um, and the second half we we just turned it around. Um, and we more than deserved to, to get our result. I was going to say, I mean, you must be immensely proud of the boys in the manner in which they did it because, as you say, you went a goal behind, then you levelled, and then I think you scored late on with a free kick. But there was still a sting a sting in the tail too because they levelled right at the end through a penalty. And what was going through your head at that time, Marty? It was, just, it was crazy. It was a crazy final 10 minutes. Um, you know, we weren't good enough in the first half and... We, we didn't go deep, deep at a half time on anything. We just told the boys, you're better and what you're showing. You know, just relax. Like during the first half, I looked at it and I remember just looking around me and going, we might be 2,000 miles away from home, but this is the same as home. You know, we, we could have been playing Lundfield or Cluffinville, 11v11. And I just wanted that, to get that across to the boys. Um, and in the second half, we came out and we played. You know, they showed big hearts. 
and they done everything the way I asked of them. Um, and they got back in the game, and then we took the lead. That was probably beyond their wildest dreams. Um, but we never like doing things easy, so we gave away a lip penalty. Um, we had about five minutes to go, and it was a nervous. It felt like about an hour, the five minutes, and I think I agree a few more grey hairs. But overall, it's credit to the boys how well they done. Um, me as their coach and their manager, I was really, really proud. Uh, I was really proud of the whole club, how you know the couple of weeks has gone, how this trip has gone, how professional it's been. I was really proud of everybody involved. And obviously emotions at the end, obviously probably one of relief. But I mean, among the guys themselves, I mean, was it just delight and, and relief? And I mean, for them, the feeling of running away and, and getting through, I mean, how do they deal with that? Because some of them are still very, very young. I, you know, the boys were delighted. You know, there's boys delighted. There was boys emotional, which is completely understandable um, in the situation. But you know, we've got a good group of players. Everyone gets along. You know, we're all... All the boys are friends. They hang about. We saw everybody away from the, the pitch as well. And it was just pure relief that we had done it. Um, and just, you know, everybody was just delighted, ecstatic. You know, I'm still coming down from it. Um, and the game's over a couple of hours, but just <laughs> unbelievable. It was brilliant. And sitting beside you there, Johnny, Johnny McNabb, the Korean media officer. And I mean, Johnny, you have the, the probably the difficult task as well of keeping supporters at home informed of it through Twitter and social media. And I've, I followed it on, on Twitter and I have to confess, it's an awful way to follow a game because you just, you don't know what's coming next. And when when Korean scored and then the, the, the late penalty, you were just fearing the worst. From your point of view, I mean, how was it? Because you're a media guy, but you're also a supporter. Yeah, it was it was a weird it was a weird day. Obviously, I think the, the first half, um, being totally honest, I think we were probably lucky to win one 0 down. To, yeah. to be fair, I thought they were they were very good in the first half. Um, Marty made a change, obviously, in midway through the half and sort of tightened things up. And then the second half, I don't know what the guys were fed at half time. They looked totally different. They looked more energy about them, and a goal was coming. Um, yeah, the mad ending to the game. Obviously, there was a couple of goals. We probably should have had a penalty. Uh, they got a penalty, and then what made it worse was, was that there's five or six parents in front of me as well, and they were going mad, and which nearly made me go mad. And uh, Gary Deveni was beside me, and he goes, Johnny, look at your legs, and my legs were literally shaking for them. And it's weird, like that's the first time I've ever met most of them boys, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted them to dig it through, and you can see how much it meant to them and everything. And, and Marty made a good point, it has been a very good um, trip, um, very, very professional as they have been. With the first team, and you, and you wouldn't know any different to be perfectly honest. A good bunch of lads, so yeah, look, it means a lot to them. And they've got another, you know, next round to look forward to away, away to Belgium. And I'm sure, um, yeah, they create a bit of history not only for, for Korean but for the league as well, which, which is great. Yeah, and both of you, both of you will no doubt be delighted to know that the win and, and what you have done is making a lot of headlines here back at home across social media and the, in the papers and the media as well, which is great to see for you guys um, and Johnny I mean you've been across you know Europe with Korean and you've had big days out with uh, the senior team and stuff um, I think I seen a post saying that you know this was right up there for you I mean where does it where does it uh, compare to some of the other big days that you've had yeah I think in terms of obviously matches nothing would probably ever beat Maribor um, but I was saying this uh, to people at the table today it's I felt nearly more nervous today than I did at Maribor. Maribor was just, it was an outer body experience more than anything. Um, you know, I didn't think we would get that far, even taking the penalties. And yeah, today was just 
bit, bit of surreal feeling, obviously. Um, they're just young lads, from, mostly from Korean and the surrounding areas. And, you know, yeah, it was great for them. I think the added fact that the parents were there probably made, made the nerves a bit worse. And Aaron Moffat was in front of me. And I had to <laughs> run on the pitch when, when, when Rory put the free kick in the bottom corner. And, and yeah, look, they, they deserve it. They were, they were the better team over, over the two legs, in my opinion. I think Pobeda were good for, for a half of, of the four halves, if that makes sense, of the two games. And, and Korean were better for three of them. So, yeah, look, amazing achievement. Um, and everyone else and that goes that goes down to the hard work, you know, that, that Marty and the staff and obviously the parents put in as well. It's a testament to them and, and there was a really, really good crowd at home. There was nearly seven hundred there and I think they probably deserve double that whenever um or as much as they can whenever Gink come come to the showground. Yeah, I mean Marty, we've we've had you on the podcast before and we make no excuses for having you back on again uh, in the light of today's events. But I'm interested to know, you know, from a from a coaching point of view and the players' point of view. How much can that this group take away from a, a performance and a victory like this going forward? Because I think you've mentioned before that you you know or you think that some of these players have what it takes to progress into the senior squad and stuff. And I guess days like this and, and last week's first leg only re-emphasizes not only the talent that the young boys have, but also the character. Yeah, um, no, I, I generally have a real belief in this group of players. Um, you know, I'll stick by them, and, and there's a body there. Um, but what they showed today was courage, you know, was bravery. Going one all down, and we were under the cosh. You know, we, the boys could have rolled over and could have been bit free or four, but they didn't. You know, they didn't. They stood up to it. Um, they got their wee bit of luck. Then they came out in the second half, and they, they were it was transformed. You know, you nearly thought that you give 11 different players a blue and white shirt. You know, completely different in the second half. Um, and that belief, that should give them a kick to go on and give it a bit more. I've spoken to the players already and I've said, unbelievable achievement, bottle it up, but this can't be your height. There's so much more as young players you can go and achieve. And you know, if they can go do this over two legs, then you know, what can't they do? And from you, uh, your point of view, Marty, as a coach and the, the other coaches as well, where does this rate in your short coaching career? <laughs> Right up there. Um, it's right up there. You know, the manage in Europe, the coach in Europe. Um, it, it probably is one of the best days I've had, apart from seeing my two children be born. Um, you know, it's unbelievable. Um, the coaches, the, the help I have from the boys, like you know, Gary Taylor, Brian Devine, Ronnie, um, David Miller, Gary Devine was on the trip. You know, the help that they give me helps me do my job properly. Um, but it's right up there. I've had some good days at Super Cup. You know, beating United and Rangers, etc. Johnny, I'm not like that, but um, this this probably everybody beats Rangers. No, yeah, well, that's true. Um, but this probably they tops the whole lot when you when you tie in everything. You know, Pabeda might not be the best. They were a good side, but might not be the best team that I've ever faced as a coach. But when you tie everything in, you know, the European game, the trip, you know, we tie it all in together. It's it's probably right up there as one of the best days I've had. Yeah, because it, it's not only the match, um, Marty, it's the travelling involved as well, because you left very early yesterday morning, travelled to Dublin then, I think flew to Istanbul, got a connecting flight. So for a group of young boys, they have to contend with all that and then play a game of football, which is somewhat unusual for them at that age. Uh, you know, and we can credit the boys for that, but what we can also credit is the club how we were looked after. You know, we didn't take shortcuts. We didn't take half measures because it was the, the youths or whatever. We were treated really well by the club. You know, the both flights had meals on them, which helped us. 
the boys were regularly given fluids. Um, so, you know, from the board and the club and the medical team, how we've been looked after, they, they definitely have a big hand in, in that result today, you know, and, and credit to the players, but it's a bigger picture than the players. And that's they're part of the reason we got a result today. Exactly. And I mean, the the, res, the response from the club, I mean, I'm sure you've had messages of congratulations from people at the club as well. And I'm sure your phone's probably red hot at this minute in time. I, you know, I turn my phone on, you know, I've had messages. Orn texts me, the club captain, Stevie O'Donnell, texts me, one or two other players, a couple of coaches. They've all texted, you know, congratulating us. So it's, it's, it's great. And what about next round, um, Marty? I think it was... The winners of your tie were to play the winners of Genk and watch one of the Prague teams. I can't remember quite offhand. Yeah. So how did that game go? And then you know who you play now, but when will them games take place? Uh, we're, we're playing we're playing Genk, who's in, in Belgium. Um, I know the other game was a high-scoring game, but I haven't got around the, the actual scoreline yet. 4-2, we believe, um, to the Belgium team. So... Them games, they're scheduled for the Wednesday before Halloween, which is around the 26th, 27th of October, and the Wednesday after Halloween. So it's a quick turnaround again. We're not 100% sure if we're, we're home or away first, so that'll all be sorted out in the next 24, 48 hours. But, you know, what what a next thing they look forward to. You know, it's, <laughs> we've, we've got, you know, we still have league games to play in between there. And, and you know, I've told the boys we need to get our, our bread and butter back together again, but you know what? What a, you know, what a, what a prize! You know what a prize for the boys to, to get that. You know to go and play a, a big European side who have been in European competition, Champions League, Europa League in the last <clears throat> year. So brilliant! Yeah, and we all know. <clears throat> excuse me, we all know how good Belgium are. Um, I mean, obviously their senior team is one of the the leading teams in the world at this minute in time, and that gank game when it comes around will be a massive. Massive challenge to the guys, and also a massive challenge for them. Now we'll be getting back down to earth again, as you mentioned. They've got league games, and I mean readjusting Marty will be difficult, probably too. You know, from the heights of traveling and playing in Europe, to no disrespect, but going back and playing maybe a league game in front of not so many supporters, and that's another challenge for for the group, isn't it? Yeah, you know they have to motivate themselves. Um, Coming back, but our boys are pretty grounded. You know, I'll be honest, they're they're pretty grounded. Um, you know, their behaviour over here has been great, and we'll enjoy the night. You know, we'll, we'll enjoy that feeling. You know, we'll enjoy it tonight. But once we're back, we'll focus again and be ready to go. We're playing Larnham Monday night, so it's a game again we want to do well in. Um, so you know, we we make plans in advance. So the boys have a few days off. Now we're not coming back on training until Sunday morning. Just the recovery after the trip. Um. But you know, me personally, I'm I'm already looking ahead um, to the long game and seeing you know can we put an hour performance in? And what's the plans for tonight? Anything planned in terms of, or, or do you just go for a meal now, or are you just relaxing the hotel, or, or what's, I, what's the plan? The boys just had a quick um, bite to eat after the the game here. They had some pizza, and now we've got a local tour guide coming to take us a, a wee tour around the city. Um, I didn't make it optional for the players because they may most likely never be back in North Macedonia. So take these experiences now. So I, I made sure that the, some of them are tired and sore, but I said, boys, get yourself together and you're going on the you're going on the the tour. Um, because they might never, I think ninety nine point nine percent of the people on this trip might never be back here. Um, so I want them to take it all in, and it's a lot easier taking it on when you when you've won. It might not have been as easy to do it when you've lost. 
Make sure, make sure and wear your Korean tops around town tonight. Johnny, you've been around Europe uh, in different guises as well. I mean, just tell us, for anybody that hasn't been, like Marty says, maybe people won't be back there. What, what was your impressions of, of North Macedonia, where you're at? Is, is it a nice place? I say it's quite nice. It's, it's very, you know, there's a lot of statues and monuments and stuff like that there. And, and yeah, it's probably one of the nicer ones that have been there. I wouldn't, wouldn't rush back to the likes of Bosnia or Serbia, to be honest. But no, this one, I think the food's been better, far better than what I was expecting as well. And, and people are friendly and have a good grasp of English and stuff as well. And a few cheap beers and stuff like that last night. So yeah, no, it's been it's been really good. The Wellers is a nice temperature. I, I don't think I would have wanted they played in that today, but it hasn't been swaltering. You know, it's no, just... It's just, uh, it's just nice. Um, so yeah, no, it's been really, really good trip. The hotel's nice and everything else, and, and yeah, been been made to feel really, really, really welcome. And what was the reaction from from your opposition, Pobeda, um, after the game? Because obviously they would have probably fancied going through with home advantage. And I mean, how did they how did they take the the defeat and going out? Uh, they were disappointed, you know, the same as we would have been. But there wasn't a huge amount of animosity, you know. We shook hands and we went our separate ways. Obviously. There's a huge amount of disappointment on their behalf. Um, but, you know, there was no hassle. They took it well. And a couple of their players who did speak English wished as well for the, the next leg. So we know what's using that regard. Brilliant. And uh, Johnny, again, from your point of view, <clears throat> uh, Marty mentioned Genk. Um, next up, it was either there or Prague for you. You've been to Prague already. <laughs> uh, so maybe it's just as well. You Maybe you're going to Genk this time. Yeah, I was counting my lucky stars. It wasn't Prague. Um, <laughs> there's a few. I think there's a few still images. Look, people look. I'm, I'm in a manhunt by the by the Czech Republic and authorities. They stopped at the airport, <laughs> so they wouldn't allow me in. So no, nah, look, I've never been to Belgium. Um, hopefully, I get to go. It's another part of the world that I've never been to. Uh, and yeah, you know, people always wonder, you know, why you, why I put in so much time and stuff for football club. But it's never easy like that and going to see different places and, and stuff. And yeah, it's been it's been it's been really really good. And also, Johnny, just when you mentioned that as well, the prospect, I mean, I know that there was a number of parents and, and that went out to North Macedonia, not the easiest place probably to get to. But um, say Belgium going to Genk might be easier for people to get to. And there may be the possibility that in the away leg this time, Johnny, that there may be more Korean fans make the, make the effort to, to, to travel. David, how many times do we speak about it? Even with the first team, you always get the diehards, and you always have somebody there. Um, I remember we played a game in Serbia, and there was even fans there. So, um, yeah, um, yeah, hopefully, um, it should be it should be far easier than probably North Macedonia. We've had to get two two flights, and then one of the flights nearly went back on on, on the on, <laughs> We probably flew over Macedonia, and then had to get the flight back. So, um, yeah, it should be pretty easier. I don't really know if Genk has an airport. I'm sure it's probably one nearby. So. Um, just need to get Simon to get a charter, a flight, and everything now, and, and wine and everything on the flights. So, yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be we badgering them up, up tonight. Um, just in the bigger picture, there, you know, obviously this week there's been a lot of um, media publicity for Korean in terms of the leveling up uh, fund and the application for the the showgrounds and and the redevelopment, etc. And I'm just thinking, Marty, what you and the young guys have done, allied to what the senior team is doing ties in nicely also with the plans for regeneration, doesn't it? Because it shows the work that's been done on the footballing side at the club. And if that can be reciprocated by getting funding to improve the facilities, surely that can only help long-term with the likes of the youth and the senior team. Uh, you know, any young players, you know, in the Korean area, in the Northwest area in general, for me, Korean, um, as the club to be at, you know, I, I obviously I come up from Derry, but 
I, I have no problem coming up the road. Um, I love it there. I'm well treated there. Um, and, you know, I actually was explaining to the players the other day what the plans are for the club. And, and I said to them, you know, do you want to be part of this in four, five, six, ten years' time? Because it is the place to be. You know, let's do what you can to be part of this moving forward because the club's moving. And, you know, what's going on with the youth structure is brilliant. You know, like Ollie, our, he, he leads our academy. He, he's always in all the trip, but he's doing a fantastic job. Um, we sort of the coaches he brought in and how, how he's got the club moving forward, just the professional side of it, you know, the gear, the kit, everything, all that. And then the younger boys as well under David Platt are, are moving in a great direction as well. So for me, it's it's for a young player, being a Korean, there's, there's probably never been a better time to be here. And results like today's only helps in that regard as well. When, you know, the young guys that are coming up behind your group look at what you've achieved, they're like suddenly thinking, that's what I want to be doing. I want to go and play in Europe and I want to win things like that. And that can only help. Definitely. You know, when the amount of work that's been done by Alexa Johnny for social media and that, that heightens it. You know, everybody back home is seeing it. You know, everybody's phones over here are going crazy. And our boys today were role models for, for the younger players at the club. You know, the, the younger players should be looking up to our boys now and going, brilliant. But I want a wee bite of that. You know, I want a wee piece of that. And that's the way it should be moving. Very good. Hi. Well, brilliant. Um, and, and you rightly said about Johnny as well. And I would uh, echo that as well. The work that Johnny does around the club in terms of the, the social media and, and promoting the club is uh, extraordinary. And I'm not just saying that because he's looking at me here. but And that does make a big, big difference because, as I said oh, at the start, it's making headlines over here and everybody's on social media talking about it and that can only be good for the club. But um, moving on, I mean, Marty, you're obviously a coach and a manager and, and you, you've been doing it for a while now, but um, I'm just thinking you've still a wee bit to go to, to emulate Oren. We were we were at Balamina last night. You guys were obviously in Macedonia, but myself, I was up in Balamina for the Bet McLean League Cup game uh, and it just happened that it was uh, Oren's 500th game in charge of the senior team. I mean, Marty, as a manager, coach yourself, I mean, just can you explain how big a, an achievement that is in this day and age? I, You know, it's a great achievement because, you know, they manage and coaching 500 games shows his enthusiasm, you know, and he's probably had to go through a number of squads. He's had to reinvent squads, reinvent targets, reinvent some players. Um, so they keep doing it and keep Corain at the top end of Irish football. Um, he's done really, really well. And, you know, last week after the first game, I was Orange spoke to me on the phone for a good 20 minutes, you know, giving us guidance, giving us advice. Um, and I certainly use that over here. You know, for so that side of things people maybe don't see. But you know, it's brilliant. It's been brilliant for me, but it's, it's brilliant for the club that, that he's been there. And let's hope he's here for another couple of hundred. <laughs> Just when you were talking, I was thinking Oren's been there for 500. I would probably lay a bet that Johnny's probably been to nearly every one of them. <laughs> I mean, Johnny, you're a diehard Korean fan. I mean, again, obviously you followed the club, etc. But I mean, for a manager to be in charge 500 games in this day and age, that's quite some going, isn't it? Yeah, managers are lucky to get 50 minutes nowadays in charge, never mind, you know, 500 matches. So, yeah, uh, some, some achievement. I came off the flight um, last night and, and just knocking out the team news. And then I, or Marshall Gillespie sends me a lovely message. Right? It was Orange 500th game. I'm sitting there going, ah, crap. So 
was able to, to get something sorted. And yeah, some achievement. I sent Warren a message down there this morning. Um, it just says, yeah, it's, it's just just a normal Warren response. Yeah, thanks. Um, flew flew in or something like that there. And, and yeah, it probably has over two spells. You know, um, obviously things just didn't go well at the start, but you know we had building a team there with likes of you know Brad and London and Jamie and, and everything just clicked for him and, and stuff. So yeah, look, um, here's hoping there's another five hundred in charge of Korean and and yeah, look, I knew he was probably going to pass on his. As obviously as advice they they Marty I think if Marty didn't seek the advice or vice versa um you know Orange has got a wealth of experience now managing in Europe too so that could only bode well and yeah so finger so yeah Orange five hundred games great achievement and and good win last night it was it's not easy following the match on Twitter as you said it was shout out to Laurie as well she was doing the tweets last night and we missed a penalty goes oh here we go um but no great great to get through and obviously nice day to, to win there. I mean, ironic as well. Oren's first game in charge was a 1 0 win at Balamina, and his 500th was a 1 0 win at Balamina. Um, and the bigger picture is the one last night. So they're in the, the quarterfinals of the Bet Clay League Cup, which is a great, great um, thing, considering Larne went out and also Glenavon went out as well. So we'll wait the draw on uh, Saturday, I think it is, to see who we get. I think a, a home draw, we'll take a home draw against anybody. But uh, it's back to the league on Saturday, Johnny. I'm presuming you'll be you'll be back from North Macedonia in time for that because uh, Saturday it's it's quite a big one at the showgrounds, isn't it? Yeah, I'm more worried about the long game on Monday night now with the twenties. I've I've jumped ship now. Who gave me the first team now? No, no, no. All seriousness, uh, big games don't get bigger than than Linfield down down at the showgrounds. Um, I think they've won their last few games as well, so. They'll be, they'll be flying too. Um, they'll want to probably catch catch up with Glentoran. Glentoran seem to on the crest of a wave, the same with Cliftonville too. So, Linfield will have one agenda in their mind. But you know, we have to concentrate on ourselves and and our games against the top six away from home. We've we've lost to both of them, but we managed to beat Cliftonville at home. So, yeah, look, we need to get home event. Look, look, they get home advantage. Um, and, and get a win, and we had a good one against Linfield uh, last year. I think it was three 0 at home. So, um, there's no reason why why we can't go and and beat them again. Mm, and uh, just looking, Linfield's last couple of results, uh, 1-0 wins, it just shows that that old Linfield thing of, of just grinding out the results, just uh, they're kind of back at that, aren't they? And they're a dangerous animal when they do that. Uh, they are, and they, they do it all the time. How many times you sit there and if there's, a, if there's a game with five minutes to go and you just know either there's going to be a goal here or you know somebody's, somebody's going to win. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a Linfield way. And, you know, but, but you know, Lauren won their last two games, one 0 before they played us too. So look, you get the same points winning one 0 as you do six 0 So um, that that's just that's just football. And, and yeah, look, we just need to hopefully get a few goals in. We'll be a good crowd there as well, and, and it's, it's it's made up to be to, to, to be a really good game. <laughs> uh, Chris Johns sent off last Saturday. Is he elig- eligible for this weekend? Somebody said that they heard that they appealed the decision. Um, uh, but I haven't got any confirmation. I haven't read anything. Um, if you look at the decision, it's a shocker, to be honest. You know, your man's not getting the ball, you know, regardless if there's any contact or not. Um, yeah, it was it was a shocker. I think if Linfield appealed that one, they'll be they'll be they'll get no ball problem getting that one overturned. But if he is missing, I mean, it'd be quite a quite a, an absence for Linfield too, because we all know. Chris very well from his time at Korean and what he's went on to achieve at Linfield and um, if he was missing it would be a big setback for them like goalkeepers are, are you know one of the most important positions on, on the pitch you know nine times out of ten they make a mistake it's, it's a goal so um, yeah we, like, we, we had Chris what five or six years um, he's now been at Linfield won, won the league won probably everyone there's a day one 
Um, so he obviously has absence if, if it is, you know, it could only be at our advantage. But I think they've got a wee fella, David Walsh, in there too. And by all accounts, any reports I read about him, he's, he's yeah. another good keeper. So look, let them feel <laughs> two or three good players for every position. So I'm sure they'll not be stuck. Um, and Marty, would you be able to get to the match of your matches on Monday? I mean, I, I presume you don't get to see many of the first team games because you're you're busy yourself. I no, I hope they'll hope to get down on Saturday. Um, I'm looking forward to it actually. To be on the other side of the fence and get a wee breather because I said earlier in the thing we're off the we're off until Sunday now. Um, so a couple of days to recover. But no, I'm hoping to go down and, and take on the game on, on Saturday and hopefully hoping for a cool rain one. And just on that, I mean, like you would say, you'll go on Saturday, and you're all like, as you say, you're getting a break from it. So, can you go there just as a supporter and just stand and just be a supporter for the afternoon and, and do a bit of shouting and a bit of hollering like everybody else? All right, well, that that'll be the plan. Um, you know, it's good and it, it's it's good. I'm, when I'm going to games at all levels, I'm always looking at what things clubs are doing or how people are playing. I'm always trying to take something out of it. Um, so. That, no, I'll be doing that side of it, but I'll be fully back in Corain hoping they can pick up a result. And again, your young guys as well, they'll it's an opportunity for them to go. And many of them are they're probably like all Corain supporters. And, and you know, that's the kind of game as a young guy you would go and watch. And they're at that age now, we're on the cusp of breaking into that senior team. And it's like what we said earlier it's like when you look at those. You know those young boys are wanting to say, if you want a piece of that, this is what you have to do. This is this is what you can achieve. Yeah, you know this European thing. It, well, before today it was a one-off. Well, now it's going to be a two-off. But um, you know the league and the Irish football is their bread and butter. So I'm regularly saying to the players, you know, if you're a right back, go and watch the right back. You know what's he doing well? What can he be better at? Can you be better than him? Because ultimately that's going to be the end to get you into the the first team. So. That's you know that's what I'm telling players all the time to go and watch you know if you're centre half what's Stevie O'Donnell doing you know what's he doing well can you pick anything up from him watching them so you're trying to educate the players as well not just go and watch it you're trying to, to get them to go and have a look I, at it. That's a good point because I was beside like a doctor right there whenever we were getting pizza yeah and he was saying he was training with the first team two or three weeks ago uh, yeah and exactly. he was saying you know he looks up the Galax and Connor and that came out of his mouth even before you know speaking to him so. The boys they got there, you know, if you're, if you, you know, that's good that he's looking up to them type of boys and training with them and, and look, 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 oh, look his ball over the top for the first goal. By the way, hopefully we get highlights, unbelievable. Um, so yeah, here's here's what he's on for the future. Yeah, will there be highlights? There should be highlights. They they had a live stream or they had a stream of the match, um, like we did. Um, but here's hoping that they can get the the footage uh, sent us. Don't know what that noise is in the background. <laughs> Over here, when it's getting light in the morning and it's getting dark in the evening, that's the mosque. They're calling you for prayer. Called the prayer, yeah. That's what it is. So I went off at six o'clock this morning when I was on for after three hours after I was out for a few beers. So Aye. dusk and dawning, they play the sound. Yeah. Very good. Different culture and and for the young boys too. It's a great, it's a great educational thing as well because I, I don't know they're like some of them maybe have never been away before or abroad or whatever. So. Even from an educational point of view, never mind the football side of it, it's a great trip. Yeah, 100%. You know, they'll take the experience from the football out of it, but they'll take the experience from the trip um, and sampling a different culture and having a look around. Brilliant for the young boys and brilliant for the club. And as you say, to finish the youth thing as well, great ambassadors for the club. They've been well behaved and they're, they're a credit to 
not only themselves and their parents, but the community and the club as well. And, and that, that's always a great thing, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. They haven't given us a minute's trouble since they've been here. They've been really professional, the boys, and all credit them. Brilliant. Right, guys, we'll, we'll finish. We normally finish the podcast. We'll finish it a bit earlier because you're obviously busy in, in North Macedonia today. Uh, we always finish with the, the predictions league. Johnny, I don't know if you've got your score card beside you, no? Uh, not. <laughs> me and me and the guests get the Porter Down game one each right against Glenavon so I don't have the numbers off my hand but I think we're still 10 points behind you so you're you're still flying unfortunately uh, that's 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 all that's the only bit I needed to know there so that's very good right well we'll start we'll, we'll, a quick run through the games <clears throat> um, I'll start with you Marty the first game I can see here on Friday night is Glentorn at home to Carrick and I don't know Marty how much you're aware of Obviously, the senior games because your focus is on under twenties and that under nineteens. But I mean, I would ask you score prediction or how you think you might see that one going. I know I seen the I seen the results last night from the league cup and obviously two ends of the scale. Glen Torn had a comfortable victory um, against Warren Point and Carrick were beat heavily. I think away to Cliftonville. Um, so Glen Torn home, you know, they fancy them. Um, so I would go for a three-one home one. Mm. Jonathan, yeah, if if Carrick were at home, obviously it would be a different game, but I think uh, I think the Glens will, will win that one too now. Um, and I think like you guys, I think if if it was at Carrick's ground, it would be a different uh kind of a game. I think Glen Torn will have too much, and I'll go for a two one on that one. Um, also again Friday night, Friday night games are proven very very popular in the Irish League by the looks of things. Um, Johnny Newry City at home to Larn, and I'm. Well, I'll let you discuss that one. Another weird one they discuss obviously at Larne at the shot of losing the Anna, but they're they're flying in the league. They they haven't been beaten yet. Whereas Newry had a good one away they Pally Clare in the cup. So yeah, again, I think I think that'll be a tough one. I don't think Larne will particularly like going there. Um I do think it'll edge just one two one. Um Marty? Um yeah, Johnny touched on there, Larne have had a really good start. Um but yeah, that was a point in night last night. Uh, and it's a quick it's a quick turnaround to Friday. And going to Newry is never easy. Um, so I'll maybe go for a one-one draw. Um, just on the line, I was I, I was reading something today. I think maybe Tiernan Lynch. I think now I'm not sure if it's right, but I read it that he had made nine changes to <laughs> to the team, and they lost obviously to Anna. I'm just thinking, Marty, like you're a coach manager. If you were like one of the regular Larne players, I mean, there's only three trophies that you can possibly win: Irish Cup, League Cup, and the league. And if you're playing with Larn, you only win trophies and you make nine changes and you lose. If you were one of the regular players, I guess you'd be a little bit disappointed because that's a game that really you should be winning. Definitely. You know, see when, see when you're playing and playing well and winning games, you can play football every day. Um, so I'm sure all the, the players at Larn wanted to play in that game last night. Um, but from a manager's point of view, you know, the league's a big thing. And finishing the, the top two or three in the league with Europe and the finances that come with it. If he can go on one on Friday night in Larne, then or go on one on Friday night in Uri, sorry, then it, you know, it's sort of about fundicated nearly. Mm-hmm. If they go there and don't pick up points, then you know there will be question marks. Um mm-hmm. so it's that one. But I'm sure the Larne manager would have felt that you know his squad of players were capable of winning the game against Anna. So, you know. Yeah. I know it's just one of those things you you're damned if you do and damned if you don't kind of isn't it? So, uh, I think Lauren, I think Lauren will probably win one nil. I go for in that one, uh, and then the other, the last game on the Friday night is an absolute whopper. Cliftonville at home to Crusaders. I mean Marty, 
derby games, it's the old cliche, isn't it? I mean, anything's liable to happen for him goes out the window, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How how would you see that one going? I, you know, anything can happen on that one. Um, Solitude is a difficult place to go for any team. And I'm sure, you know, Crusaders have found it difficult. And I think Crusaders have maybe had a few poor results in the last last week or two. And Clough and Fall are going well, but form doesn't really matter um, in these games. You know, you wouldn't be surprised if both sides ended up with 10 men and the score was three each. You know, you wouldn't know. Um, but so on that, I'm not going to change my mind and I'm going to stick with three each. Very good. I like I like that. I, I wouldn't disagree with you, right? Johnny, what do you think? Uh, who's at home again, Cliftonville? Cliftonville. Uh, I think Cliftonville. Bearing in mind that the, the Hale brothers are just scoring goals for fun. I uh, know. Uh, they're too good, unfortunately. Uh, both of them, that, that is. Uh, I'm going to go for Cliftonville. They win that one 2-1. Um, okay, I will go somewhere in the middle of you. I'll go for a Cliftonville 3-2 win. Um, Glenavon against Dungannon on Saturday, Johnny. That's... That's Glenavon again. You just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, I know they're they're a jack on high team. Um, again, look, they'll be really, really disappointed with um with the result at home day, home day lock goal. I think you know, with no disrespect, they're they're you know they're not going to challenge for the league. So cup, cup they they were a really really good cup team until maybe a couple of years ago. Dungannon, they obviously scored in the last kick of the game against Portadown and beat them in extra time. Uh, Dungannon obviously got off the mark with, with a win as well. So. I think I'll be a draw, uh, and I'll go for a two-all draw. Mm, uh, I'll go for a one-all draw on that one. Marty, how do you see it? Um, say anything could happen in that game as well. Uh, Glenavon have been very much up and down, and I think Dungannon have been steadily improving from earlier in the season. So I'll maybe take them. They, they nick it away from home with a 2-1 Dungannon. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Uh, penultimate game, Balamina United at home to Portadown, and... I mean, that's the proverbial six-pointer right there, Marty, isn't it? I mean, both yeah. desperate for a league win. Yeah, both of them need a one massively. Um, they've had a disappointing start to the season, both teams. Um, I'm sure they both have higher aspirations. So they'll both be out to get a result. And, and, and quite often in football, when both teams are so desperate for a result, it can often end up in a draw. Um, so I'll go for a 1-1. Yeah, I like your, I like your thinking there. That's good. Um, Johnny, how do you see it going? I think if Balamina don't win that, I think that could be the end of, of David Jeffrey, to be honest. I think he'll have to come under serious pressure. Um, he's only won one game all season um, as well. By all accounts, their, their crowd wasn't overly great um, last night either. Um, but I do think they'll win that game. I don't think Portland score enough goals. Um, mm. Achilles I still think maybe why do you think Balamina might concede a few? They, they, you know, you've David McDade there and you've Parkhouse and McElroy. They, they do have boys that can put the ball in the back of that. So, I'll go for uh, a 1-0 Balamina win. Right. Well, I was at Balamina last night. Out of the three of us, I was the only one that was there. And while it wasn't a great game in the first half, was was particularly a poor game. But even prior to the game, you know, speaking to some of the, the Balamina ones that I know, their thoughts before the game were so low and so negative. And, it, and they were telling me that, you know, had... It had been so bad, and I was thinking, well, you know, a derby game, it can't be that bad. You have a chance of winning and stuff. But to be honest, <clears throat> and you mentioned those players, Johnny, and they have good, good players, but they just, I don't know, there's something just not quite right there. Um, and I guess they're down at the bottom part of the league for a reason. Um, and I agree with you. <clears throat> if Balamina failed to beat Portadown, 
or worse, if they happen to lose at home to Portadown on Saturday, I really do think that there could be a change there because I, I, I mean, it is so important that they need to win that game if they don't beat Portadown at home. Um, and I think, for, as what Marty said, because the pressure's on both, there might be a draw, but I think Balamina have to have to win and they have got strikers that, that can score. So I'll go for a, a 1-0 scrappy Balamina win on the basis that they have a McDade in that. Um, guys, finish off. Corey and home to Linfield. What's your predictions? Heart or head? Or both? Can I go first? Uh, both. Um, ah, you, you can never back against them, can you? Like, you know, you'd be sacked as a media manager if you did. They, they would have hit men against Linfield. You still fancy them to get a result. Like, it just as a curse, isn't it? Um, I'll go for. I'll go for a four three, Corey, and I think it'll be a lot of goals on it. We'll go for a four three. And then my hair, my I've only have about five hairs left in my head, so I'll three by the time that game's over. Oh, by the way, this is for the podcast listeners, I'll laugh at this. So we're standing in the line um in Dublin Airport, they go to Turkey for a first flight. And Marty peeps up there and chirps up and goes, Johnny, you made a turkey to get a hair transplant. So um I just want like to confirm there's, there's no hair transplants been encouraged. Yeah. Very good, man. <laughs> well, I'm saying nothing for that. Uh, Marty, how do you see Corey at home to Linfield? I, you know, it, it's a great game again involved in, you know, when the championship are coming down. And, and Linfield haven't been firing all cylinders in the last couple of weeks, but they've still been picking up results. Um, but I'm hoping that their, you know, their luck might run out on Saturday and I'll take a 2 1 victory for Corey. <clears throat> Can I go for the same? Because I was thinking 2 1 as well. Can I go for the same score? Yeah. 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 That's allowed, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, but like yourself, Marty, Linfield have been getting through, etc. I think it's imperative Corrine get off to a good start. And if they get off to a good start with the crowd behind them and the play that they're capable of doing, we'll, we'll get a win. Well, here, guys, we'll we'll wrap it up there because I'm sure you've you've better things to be doing in North Macedonia than sitting in a bedroom talking to me over the uh, internet. So I'd just like to say thank you once again for joining me, uh, Marty Smith and Jonathan McNabb. Um History makers, guys, I mean, that's that's the headline that's that's been bandied about over here, and it really is. And just pass pass on to the guys, Marty, just everybody's congratulations um, back here at home, and hopefully they, they have a good night. And um, very best of luck in the next round, Marty. Yeah, thank you. And I would just like to push that back the other way, the amount of well-wishers we have had from, you know, Coleraine supporters, um, from family, from friends, you know, all the boys are seeing it out here. You know, we're we're aware of it. Um, and just for me personally and the coaching staff, thanks for the support that you give us. Well, listen, you're flying the flag, and not only you'll get well wishes from Korean, but I've seen from right across the league, and you'll be making headlines, and there probably will be you know renewed interest, media interest in the guys coming into the the next round as well, which. Only bodes well just for the boys and for the club as a whole. So so well done. And Johnny, well done for you and your your Twitter and your shaking legs held out and they end up and you managed to get it done. Yeah, just about. Hey, I swear. I, I, so we're, I think it's just, I was, I was trying to explain this. I think it was just because the parents and stuff were in front of me and I was genuinely nervous for them. I just wanted, you know, and, you know, we, if, I, if one of the fellas hit the ball out and their dad's sitting there shaking her head, you know, <laughs> see what they'll say. And, but no, it was worth the the whole travel was worth it. The the CR Moffat's face when when Rory put that free kick away, um, stuff like yeah. stuff like that, you know, was and, and just on that Trevor Moffat who was an old kit man, yeah, a Corrine, yeah. you know, he said to me, his grandson scored the 
the goal that the effect they put us through. And after the game, he said to me, he's had some unbelievable days following Corrine. He says, but that tops it. So it's wee, it's wee things like that. Um, right. he's, just, he's seen his grandson scoring a goal in North Macedonia. Unbelievable. Yeah. Doesn't get any better. Guys, what a way to finish the podcast. I mean, it's just emotional, isn't it? Just when you hear that. I mean, it just means so much to so many people. So, guys, thank you for your time. Go and enjoy your guided tour, Macedonia. Johnny, stay off that cheap beer. I think that's what was doing your legs. Never mind anything else. So, <laughs> <laughs> have a good night and we'll see you on Saturday. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, to everybody listening, I'm sure you'll all agree, bandsiders, young bandsiders did as well, did as proud. And we'll see you all again next week. Cheerio. Thanks.